How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Jeff Pelletier. The purpose of our podcast is a simple question. Why is Israel important? Over the next many episodes, my partner Neil Johnson and I will seek to answer this question. There are just barely over 14 million descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the world today, and about five and a half million of them live in Israel. The rest are scattered across and among the nations. For the sake of our podcast, Israel is both a country and a people. Welcome back, friends. This is Jeff Pelletier along with Neil Johnson, and we are here to talk to you today about Israel. Why is the Middle East important? And as Neil and I have been talking about why Israel is important and what's going on, and we've done some episodes on this, we realize that we're in a war. And there is a war going on. And in, in, a, in, a, in a lot of ways, it's a physical war. I mean, just the other day, as I speak to you, uh, there was an American killed by a terrorist in Israel. Uh, so there's, there's stuff happening. The, the Palestinians, uh, who are they? I don't know. Those people are lobbing rockets over, that, over at uh, Jerusalem all the time. Uh, the, the security is very, very tight because they're fearful. The Israelites are fearful and on watch to make sure that nobody you know, comes to harm. And they're doing a great job. But uh, we also know that there's a thing called Gog and Magog that's going to happen down the road. We did, a, we did a Psalm 83. We, we did a show on that. You can go back and check it. And uh, it hasn't happened yet. And we're going to see that. And there's another Gog and Magog in Revelation we're going to see. So, I mean, it, this, is, this is ongoing. and It's been going for a while. Okay? The present-day Israel was attacked the day after it became Israel. So it's been going for a while. But it's not just a war... In the physical sense. You know, it's not just a war in the physical sense because if you think about what starts a war, if you think about where wars originate, if you think about where the drivers are for war, it's really in your mind. You know? And and we, we know uh, from our experience as Christians that our mind is always being engaged by this or by that to make us think this or that differently from what we've been taught as Christians. It's a war. It's an ongoing war. So Neil and I are going to talk about this today. And uh, Neil, you know, you're the one that, that said, hey, let's talk about this because this is important. And I, I agree with you. What, what is it about this battle for our minds? Yeah, so that's a big topic, right, mm, Jeff? So yeah. it's a battle for your mind. Uh, scriptures replete with references about fighting to keep your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what we, for our purposes, uh, experience, uh, especially uh, talking about you and I uh, specifically, we uh, experience this whole issue of where did these ideas of like replacement theologies, mm-hmm. all these kind of things, 
they started in your mind. They started with the suggestion. They started with the idea, could the Bible or those writings really mean X? They must mean Y. And that is the battle that we are uh, fighting Mm -hmm. that oftentimes manifests into physical fighting, as you know. Uh, But first and foremost, it's what are you thinking and how can I lead you down? I'm speaking on behalf of like uh, malevolent spirits, of which there are many. How can I lead you down a path that ultimately you do my bidding because I offer you a suggestion of how to act or think and you follow through on it? Yeah, and, and, and it's, I was just thinking about it, uh, you know, this afternoon about the weapons of this war, mm-hmm. right? Right. And, and the, you know, to me, the weapons of this war are deception, lies, sure. falsehoods of all types, tricks, right? right. Schemes, uh, all kinds of, uh, using our own emotions against us. Right. So that we'll change our minds, using our, our irrational side of us to get us to think a certain way, to make us afraid, to make us scared. All of these tricks, all of these devices, if you like, are being used between our ears. Yeah, and that's really what we're talking about today. That is the battle for your mind. Mm -hmm. What will you think? Will I believe the plain, uh, forthright word as contained in the the scripture, uh, the Jewish scriptures? Wow. Or will I not? Will I believe that, or will I believe what somebody else tells me? Exactly, which at the very first encounter with a malevolent spirit in the garden, he said, indeed, Indeed. has God really said? Did he really say? Did he really You would die? And that's what we face in our day. He didn't say that, did he? Indeed, is a restored Israel really part of God's ultimate plan? Really? Did he, he, I mean, I know it says it in the Bible that he kind of said he would, but isn't that... The church? Right. It's, isn't that the church? I was in a Bible study, mm-hmm. a well-meaning, well-intended Bible study the other day at my church, and that we were watching a video from the Bible Project, mm-hmm. which has become very, very popular among Christians. And it's a very quick, it's animated, it looks kind of cute, it's Bible, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. But very, without even taking a breath, the, the person talking says, and Jesus created a church, the new Israel. Yeah, just like that. Just like that, like, like it doesn't mean anything, right? right? And then last night we were talking about Acts, Acts chapter 1, and, and he goes, uh, uh, well, in Acts, in Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit came and made a new temple. Yeah. A new temple. And the new temple is us. We're oh, yeah. temple. We're sure. the new temple. And, and Peter, uh, in his writings, refers to us as a temple. And he also refers us individually as a, well, Paul says that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And, and that's a teaching point, not a literal point, right? It's a metaphor, right? But that's not how people are saying that's a replacement temple. Yeah. That we're the replacement temple, we're the replacement Israel. It's a new Israel. When Jesus created the church, he intended to make a new Israel. And that's just one example. But it's being said like matter of fact. So who would have ever thought we'd get to a day and age when we have to deconstruct all that we thought we learned just to start from the beginning again with the plain and simple, straightforward message of redemption through Israel. Now, as we've said many times, uh, Jeff, uh, you could forgive somebody in the Middle Ages, let's Mm. say, where a lot of this started and say they were well-meaning, 
But how in the world, there's no conceivable natural way that there could be this people group, Israel, Mm -hmm. back in a defined geographic region, Mm -hmm. the land of Israel, with a capital city that at different times was under the Ottomans and different people. Impossible. So therefore, if I know it's true, I have to come up with some rationale. But here we are in our day and we see, wait, all those indicia are there. The people are back. Mm-hmm. The land is back. Mm-hmm. The holy city is back mm-hmm. under uh, uh, Jewish uh, control. Control. And yep. you say, now you really have to be thick to say, I'm still confused. Or uh, what's really sad is it's the battle for your mind. I've come under a teaching that uh, I believe it isn't the plain and simple, oftentimes literal meaning of what the scripture says. So. In effect, we can go back and say, just like the serpent, indeed, has God said? Well, Jeff, throughout the Bible, God did say, I will redeem Israel, the people. Yeah. I will redeem them to the land, Israel. Mm-hmm. I will restore their holy city. It's only been a holy city by the Jews, Jerusalem. And that is the battle for our mind today. I, I have a, I know a pastor who is... Who, Thinks that is that we are Israel, and Israel does Israel no longer exists, and it depends on what you call a Jew. It's wonder what you mean by when you say Jew, right. and and you know the Jews are more they're more of a cultural race now than they are anything you know, and it's not really really relevant anymore. And and it's uh, see what people don't realize they go well that's just name calling that's just the way people are. It it makes the plan of God irrelevant. If we do this, right, right, the future plan of God, what He says will happen, it makes it irrelevant. We're changing history in advance. Well, and and in addition, you have to say to yourself: first of all, what people would ever write a history if it was all bogus, and then say, not only that, but I'll go, I'll my and my descendants will go through that history. In other words. It'll just be cultural, but all my people will suffer and all my descendants will be uh, dispersed into the different lands and persecuted. Who would sign up for that? Nobody. So it has to be a God thing to begin with that he said, because you are held to a high standard, which is a New Testament uh, concept, you are held to a higher calling, a higher standard and Israel was called to the highest standard of redemption for humanity, and therefore uh, often, as God said to him, and when you fail, I will disperse you into all the lands. Not if you fail, but when you fail. Right, right. And so what we're seeing today, though, again, is a battle for our mind because we have this Western church concept among a great many people that says, the church, in other words, anybody who believes with all the variations mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. is the new Israel. Well, mm-hmm. God's called a specific people group in Israel. Right. He went That's out right. of his way to That's say right. there's the natural branches, there's the grafted in branches. Mm-hmm. One isn't better, but it's a different calling. Mm-hmm. He also talked about the body. You mm-hmm. know, The eye doesn't say I should be the nose, and the nose doesn't say I wish I were the ear. Yeah. He also talks about how can the the, the the pottery, what what was made, the complain yeah. against the potter yeah, for, for making exactly. it. So we have all these concepts yeah. where God went out of his way. But ultimately, Jeff, we're faced with today a battle 
for our mind. Yeah, well, and it, it's it's the only way, really. I mean, if everybody, almost everybody, has read the book 1984, mm-hmm. right? And and communism is is really great at this. I mean, uh, uh, Russia uh, throughout its throughout its recent history was all about you know propaganda, German propaganda. They they. They made up stuff about the Jews. They made up stuff about the Catholics. They made up stuff about so they could do away with them. Right. And they made people believe that it was true. And people were sold this in the media and by Hitler. And it, it happened with, like I said, it happened with Russia. It's happening here. Every It seems like every week that we have another new word to learn. Another Right? Another, another new word. And we, we're always getting, they're always redefining what is and and I was thinking about this and I said you know if if it's everything about me begins with my mind right exactly. everything about me begins with my mind sure. i think the existential you know phrase i think therefore i am right? right but it's what i think that makes me who i am that's exactly right it's what i think it's yeah. how i think mm-hmm. that makes me who i am and i can either think uh, legally lawfully ethically morally Right, accurately, or I can make up stuff and and believe that, right, you know, right. and that's yeah. the definition of insane. Yeah, when exactly. you make up stuff and believe it, especially you know, a definition for insane would be for anybody who adheres uh, to the Jewish documents that comprise the Bible that we say those are supreme, those guide me. Well, unambiguously, yeah. over and over and yeah. over, many different ways and times, yeah. Yeah. God says, I love forever the people of Israel, yeah. even when he yeah. chastises them. Yeah. Even when he, even when even he gets when mad at them. Get, even right. when he yep. sometimes leads them to destruction. Or or exiles them. Or exiles Causes them. them to be exiled. And persecuted by the people who are not a people. That's exactly right. Because they weren't even redeemed yep. yet. So we have this... Uh, contradiction going on but you're right when you say but it all starts in your mind will i succumb my preferences my thoughts my biases to god or will i continue and just use these nice sounding terms god the bible heaven whatever the concept is to make my point uh because it's my preference but God went out of his way again, and yeah. we're speaking to our audience who says, wait, I, I really would like to get as close to, yeah. the, to the bedrock as I can. Yeah, God says it's bedrock. all about Israel. Yeah. Israel right. is the redemption of that's the right. world that's through right. Israel, and that's where the Messiah right. ultimately comes that's back right. to. If he were done yeah. with the Jews, yeah. why in the world would the Messiah, Jesus, come back, according to our theology, come back, as we think he came once already, to Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. It's a nonsensical idea. Wouldn't he have come to, let's say, Rome, if you're a Catholic? Wouldn't yeah. he have come to some other Colorado Springs, Tulsa, some other great city of America or some other city of the world, if it were just the church? Wouldn't he have gone to Seoul, where they have this mega church of, Lord knows now, 100,000 people? No, why would he say, I'm going back to where it started, Jerusalem, with my brothers, Israel? So again, it's a hard thing for some people, not for everybody, but for some and for a great many people who, quite frankly, which is amazing, never thought about it. But the idea that Jesus brings everything to completion. In other words, we use the term full circle. He started here, it ends here. 
acts it in the same way you see him go, it's the way he will come back. And where does he go and come back to? Where does who does he go and come back to? Mm-hmm. His people, mm-hmm. his land, mm-hmm. and his holy city. Yeah. So it's all about a battle. What are you going to believe? Do you believe that's true, or are you going to believe? I knew a Jew once, and he bothered me, so therefore I'm against him. Or I'm against all the things that modern Israel does. Yeah. So therefore, right. I went on a tour, and it was led by this really nice Palestinian guy, and he told me all this stuff, and I believe it because he was a nice guy. Mm. Because of, he was a nice guy. You know, more and more, I think, Neil, that's a good point. I think more and more people believe other people because they're nice to them. They're nice to them. and, and Not it, about what they say or whether it's accurate or true. It's they were nice to me. Truth is has become a, a byproduct. Yeah. Uh, it's not the standard, right. unfortunately, with many right. people. And that is, if you tell me a lie but tell it to me nicely, nicely. I will believe it. Yeah, but what? if you tell me the truth but you tell it to me harshly, <laughs> I will reject it. Yes. And where we're talking about here, though, is not necessarily harsh or mean. God pointed out yeah. he's got a plan. He does have the a plan. The only person he ever spoke really harshly to seemingly that Mm. we can definitely point out examples Mm -hmm. is these malevolent spirits who are unrelenting for what you think and do. Therefore, if I think a certain way, I'm going to act a certain way. Mm. Uh, And God pointed out to them, he told them, Jesus, be quiet. Yes. God, whether it was Jesus or whatever manifestation in the first rebellion, told the serpent, right, that, that spirit, he said, forevermore you crawl crawl in your belly he had no time for that yeah right right? so that's what we face with today and uh, i I would rather hear the truth even if it sounds something different than what i wanted harsh maybe uh versus somebody who's lying to me and the end is definite death but it's nice you know sanity excuse me sanity is a dedication to reality what truly is mm-hmm. and I look at I look at reality as that which is really real it's really real it's not it's not my perception of it it's really real and that's hard to prove I mean it's important I think and I you know you and I each have our own methodology for this but the point is we have a methodology we have a canon a, a measuring stick that we each use to tell us something is true or not and people most people don't look at truth like that you know, it, truth became subjective uh, in the 70s and 80s and 90s. And now it's, you know, now we have a generation of them where truth is what I say it is. Well, they, It's what I think it is. A common word for that is, uh, that's your truth. Yeah. That's not my yeah. truth. Yeah. So, and Jesus yeah. said, I am the truth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big deal, right? He's saying, I'm real. I'm really real. Right. I, everything about me is really real. You can trust in me, you know. And he said, you know, believe in me and also who sent me. And the whole point of it is, Jesus is saying, these are things you can count on. They will not let you down. They will not abandon you. They, I will, you know, he said, I will never abandon you. But, I, the, you know, it, to me, it's boiling down to faith. Mm-hmm. What do I believe What do I trust in? Mm -hmm. You know? And if I put my faith in falsehood... How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? 
Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of Curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's going to do me in. Now, there's evidence for what we're saying here in the Bible, right? And we're going to talk about that right now, if that's okay, right? So let's just read the the verses that we have here that that I think are powerful. And and, uh, what I'd like to do is... Uh, you know, read one of them, and then you read another one, and you can talk about it if you want or not, and we'll we'll talk about each one. But it's they're 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 very good verses, and they're not all repetitive. They're they're different, but they're about the same idea. And and if God didn't care about our minds, Neil, why would He give us this treasure here right. that we're about to discuss? Right. 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 Okay. So f- this is uh, this is from Paul's letter to the Philippians. Okay, and at the end of the letter. Uh, close to the end of the letter, he says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. I love this passage so much that it's on my phone I'm on my on my on my uh, smartphone, and it pops up every day, so that I'll remember to think on these things. Right, because otherwise it's too easy to be uh, uh, disabled, if you will. It is uh, if you the... don't have some canon. Right, this is a canon. This is a way of thinking rightly. Mm-hmm. If you think about what's true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable, you're going to be okay. Well, you're not going to be sure. deceived as easily. Right. Right? Exactly. And if you think about it, really, what is true? What ultimately is honorable? What ultimately is right or mm-hmm. pure or mm-hmm. lovely? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, occasionally mm-hmm. humans can reach some of those ideals or close to sure. them. But if you want to say who embodies all of them, there is only one person, and that is God. That is God. He is all of those things. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's what we're trying to say is that that we do have these malevolent beings who are attacking your mind because once they control what you think, if they're able to control what you think, you become their slave because you will do whatever your actions, whatever your thoughts lead you to. Yeah, Peter said it in, in uh, Second Peter. He said that you, a man, is a slave to whatever has mastered him. To whatever has mastered him. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And and uh, the other verses talk about it leads to destruction. So when we mm-hmm. have this New Testament writings that you just said in in Philippians, God was trying to get, and there are some others here, but uh, He was trying to tell you, look, this is a battle for your mind, so mm-hmm. that you stay mm-hmm. alert. 
focused, prepared. Whether you like it or not, we're in a war. Whether we want to be here or not, we're in the war. And it rages about us. But you have to be sound in your mind, not depressed, not anxious, not mad at what Joe Biden or the Democrats or the Republicans or whomever did. And it's a very big battle because once these demonic entities, these spiritual rebellious entities against God, can get you locked in on a certain way of thinking, they now own you because you will act on however you perceive it. We always act in accordance to what we think is true. Correct. Correct. So to not know what the truth is, to not be dedicated to the truth at all costs, no matter what. I mean, so many things are on the Internet, on here, I hear this, I rumors. That, my first question is, is it true? Right. Well, I read it on the Internet, but is it true? Right. And that usually stops the conversation. Because there's nothing else to say. Because they really, the person telling me is telling me a rumor or a thing they read on the internet, but they really don't. They really haven't done the work to see if it's true. Right. So I'll give. Can I give you an example? Yeah, sure. So the other day, my my friend of mine sent me a, an email about uh, COVID. Right. That that since COVID, the number of uh, stillbirths had increased in Singapore. By almost 50%. That's what they said. You see? Right. COVID, right? right? Well, they're they're not connected in any way with any scientific proof that COVID caused the increase in stillbirth. Right. Right. But this person said it because it was after COVID, therefore, it's COVID. Right. And people do this all the time. All the time. All the time. And they believe it. I think you alluded to that earlier when you were talking before we got into some of these specific verses about guarding your mind yeah. and, and why would God go to such yeah. depths to, to tell us that. And that has to do with this idea that um, you can be uh, led astray, if you will, through your own imaginations, through your own mind. And he said, yes. take these things captive. Yes, don't Take your th- every thought captive in Christ. When you know you're yes. going down the, the, the rabbit hole, yep. or a friend of yours yep. says yep. something like, Neil, you're getting goofy, right? <laughs> you're maybe, getting goofy. May, may, well, I tell him that all or, the time, or, folks. He just, you know, he or, doesn't listen to me. Or, er, right? <laughs> like pirates are goofy, er, you know. Uh, but, y- y- you know, you have to rein that in, or else how many good Christians have we known over the years? Oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. it's not necessarily what they said or thought was wrong, yeah. but they got bitter yeah. or, or, or they left or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And and God went through a great many of these scriptures here to say, take them captive. Don't allow that because this is an unrelenting attack of the enemy because if they can get your thinking messed up. Yeah. Back in the day, it used to be called stinking thinking. Stinking thinking. Stinking thinking. That's right. I'm thinking stinking. Yeah, you right? are. Yeah. Uh, I can smell it over here now. I can smell it over yeah, here. Yeah, there we so go. Get your, get your, and and yeah. there's many more that, that you may or may not want to read a couple. No, I am going to right yeah. now. The, the, the next one is, is uh, I, I love this one because I use it in my uh, coaching practice that I have and, and consulting. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I say to people all the time, do not let the world... Form you, sure. 
be the person God created you to be. The world wants to conform you. It wants to make you into what it needs you to be. Sure. And we go to places and we go to we hang out with people. The next thing we know, we find ourselves acting like them, talking like them, and we don't even know where we're doing it because we aren't who we want to be. We're becoming who they want us to be. And that's not what you were created for. You were created uniquely. There's not another one like you. I know there's not another one like you, Neil. I know that for a fact. You know, there. Thank God they would. Thank say, God right? they would yeah. say that. But no, there's not another one. You're like a. You're like God's fingerprint. There's not another Neil. There's not another Jeff. There's not another Sally. There's not another Ellen. There's only one. There's only one like you. So do not let the world conform you. And this is done through the battle for your mind. Well, as, as some people would do too, for as an example, would be. I'm going to watch uh, a half an hour or an hour of the dreadful news that's yeah. so sad. Terrible. So, and then I'm not going to read or think about anything as you read, whatever's true, whatever's on. No, I'm going to go to bed now because this is just way too depressing. Well, that opens up, as we keep talking about, this is what we call the most insidious battle there is, maybe right. worse than actual warfare. Right. And we're seeing warfare daily right now as we speak Every about day. from the Ukraine. Every and day. And war is coming. Yep, it's coming. But It's going to get worse before it gets better, folks. So how do you take those things captive? Yep. You have to deliberately, and you have to be deliberate. Yep. You have to be intentional in saying, this is not Pollyannish. God knows you're just a human being. These malevolent beings, both bad and good, are far, far more powerful than we as humans. And their goal is to destroy the works of God and to thwart or stop the plan of God. And these do it, they're doing it through the church because God is using the church to carry out his plan. Well, so they want the church to fail. And that's where we're kind of heading with this whole idea of there are certain things been giving to these Gentile church, one mm. of which is we are to pray for and uphold and we are to be the truest, bluest friends of God's plan, redemptive Israel. Redemptive Israel. And yet we try to figure out, well, we're like the the uh, analogy when God gave the parable of the body. I don't want to be the ear anymore. That All they can do is listen. I'd rather be the eye. Mm-hmm. And let's say that's, let's just say symbolically that's Israel. And, and, and I'm not happy, therefore I am the eye, because, you, you know, it gets all muddled. And you have to ask yourself, well, wait a minute. If God's plan was that grafted in Gentile uh, would be the watchers on the wall, as it were. Mm-hmm. They would be the watchers on the wall, mm-hmm. right? Who stands to gain to keep Israel the people, the land, the, yep. the holy city, yep. and the redeemed church believers. Yep. Who stands to ultimately gain from that? Yep. Yep. It's the one that we all actually despise, mm-hmm. who is the enemy of our soul. Jesus yes. himself yes. said, you are a murderer yes. and a deceiver yep. from the very beginning. You are the one who looked at uh, Eve and Adam standing right next to each other and said, indeed, mm. has God sad indeed indeed and that's what we face today jeff will there be an israel no they're just a cultural people i don't care what you see on the news that's not really them uh i really feel for the palestinians which is a derivative of philistines which were the implacable enemies of israel who never tried to dislodge israel from the land fought them for centuries 
that's the same. They even say we're descendants of the Philistines, the original, right? So that spirit, that sense is we watch it on the news today and, and you have this these entities that only stand to gain saying to the redeemed of God, Gentiles indeed, are they true? Do you think God really meant the Holy City? Do you think he really meant Israel? Do you think he really meant the Jew indeed? And that's what we're faced with. It's a battle for your mind. Battle for your mind. So uh, there's one more verse I want to talk about that demonstrates Absolutely. the uh, importance of it. But then there's two verses that talk about how to handle it. And the one we've already talked about as well. But it said, it says, we tear down, uh, we tear down arguments and every presumption set up against the knowledge of God, which is what you just talked about. And we take captive every thought. We take captive every thought. We capture every thought to make it obedient to Messiah or Jesus, okay? And so that's that's got both a warning in it and a, and a remedy in it. So the, these we're supposed to test arguments. We're supposed to test presumptions. We're supposed to we're supposed to defend the knowledge of God and take our thoughts captive, not to destroy them, to examine them and say, and I'm going to the first verse, is it true? Right? Take our thoughts captive and say, is it true? Is it honorable? Is it right? Is it pure? Is it lovely? Is it admirable? What I'm thinking. Is it anything excellent or praiseworthy? If I'm thinking that way, then I'm probably on track. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You know? So that's a, th- those two verses, one is in Second Corinthians, the other in Philippians, by the same author. But then we can go to Psalms, which is the Old Testament, right? And, of course, right from the get-go... Right from the get-go in uh, in Genesis 1, you've pointed it out a number of times. Indeed, he did not say, right? So the whole thing started at the beginning of the beginning, right? But here it is uh, in Proverbs 4, 23. Solomon, the wisest man on the face of the earth, right? Above all, guard the door of your mind with diligence, which means don't quit. Don't stop. Don't give in to it. Hold fast. Guard your the door of your mind with diligence for it. What does? Your mind determines the course of your life. Correct. Another proverb. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Yeah, and there's many, many more. The yeah. Bible is replete with these plain and simple directives. Mm. It It's the great hubris of man to say, I'm a scholar. Yeah. I studied this yeah. language or that language. Yeah. I've been here or there. I did this class or that class or completed this program or that program. And let me tell you what it really means mm-hmm. is this. Mm. And why not just accept the plain and simple that we have a battle going on. It encompasses these church, yep. the Gentiles coming in, which yep. is another topic for another day. Yep. But it also what he always said from the beginning to Israel, I will love you with an everlasting love. So when did that change? Never. Well, it had to change, I guess, when Jesus came. Because <laughs> he changed everything, yeah. and he started something new. It, but it never, you know, so my, my point, you know, That's that sarcasm. was an interesting exchange we just had, right? Because I, I responded, no, I responded to the plain and literal, right? Right. I, 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 
I love you with an everlasting love. When does that change? Never. If you go by what it says, right. it never changes. Right, exactly. But yet, you pointed out, right? People say, well, what about, what about, what about, what about? It surely isn't true anymore. The temple was destroyed in AD 70. They sacked Jerusalem. Wasn't Israel over then? Right. It was a bunch of scattered people. It wasn't Israel anymore. And we gave them that, that little country down there in, in 1948 because, you know, we felt sorry for them. Right. Now we're going to take it back. Now we're going to take <laughs> yeah, it back. Or whatever. Right? Yeah. And little do those people know that I love you with an everlasting love doesn't mean there's an end to it. Or, or the great many other promises toward Israel. Yes, and we've talked the about land, them many times. Toward the holy city, yes. toward the priesthood, that it yes. will be everlasting, yes. everlasting, yes. everlasting. But I guess God, like we've said before, he suffers from a mental uh, illness <laughs> called schizophrenia. Yeah. schizophrenia, schizophrenia. God, God is schizophrenic. And, 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 he doesn't and, really understand and, what he's doing. And what he really yeah. meant was, now I'm done with them because they were just yes. too mean. Yes. And the church... Yes. Let's don't look at our history, yes. of course. That's right. But they did everything perfectly well. Yeah, of course. And we're yeah. going to stay with them uh-huh. to the to the bitter end, you know, which j- is exactly what Islam believes. By the way, you know, we're, we're coming to the end of this show and this broadcast. But folks, oh. I hope we've I hope we've done a good job uh, helping you understand that there is a battle for your mind. And I'm going to end with uh, with this quote from Jesus, uh, Yeshua Hamashiach, that the Messiah himself said. He said, "If you follow my." teaching you will know the truth and the truth will set you free this has been a great discussion for this episode of israel why is the middle east important i look forward to how this continues to unfold as you can tell neil and i enjoy talking about the subject as it helps us to get to the root of the matter about god and why israel and the middle east are so important Thank you for listening to this podcast, and we would love to hear from you. Visit us at our home at Spreaker.com. Israel, why is the Middle East important? That's Spreaker.com. Israel, why is the Middle East important? And you can find us on Facebook using that same title. And you can email us at whyisthemiddleeastimportant at gmail.com. That's whyisthemiddleeastimportant at gmail.com love to hear from you. If you like what you hear, please invite your friends to the conversation. One thing Neil and I always say to each other is, I don't know, because the only way we know is to not know. Once you have it all figured out, you stop learning. And that state of mind is what helps us to learn and grow. We invite you into that journey with us. From Neil Johnson and me, Jeff Pelletier, Shalom and see you next time.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.